0: This is Mommy as Fuck Podcast, your weekly unfiltered girl chat about all things parent and adulthood. One, five, four, three, Welcome back to another episode of Mommy as Fuck Podcast. I'm your host and favorite MILF Jacoria. Thank you, mommies, for joining me for another episode. Whether you're listening in the car, at work, while you're exercising, cleaning the house, girl, wherever you're at, sis, I appreciate you. So I'm joined today with two guests. I'm so excited. I have uh, a reoccurring guest, I guess you could say at this point. It's Chanel. You guys, her voice might sound familiar. Say, hey, girl. Girl, Hey. Hey, Hey. girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. And then we have Jasmine, my boo. Say hey, girl. Hey, girl. Thank you. (laughs) Thank y'all for joining me. It's good to have y'all. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. (laughs) They real nervous, y'all. So (laughs) this is Jazz's first episode. So, yeah, we're going to just jump right into the topic this week because I don't have a woman in business. Um segment this week so we're gonna just actually jump right on how was your week ladies
2: my week was okay it? yeah it's thanks okay? to your birthday you know we turned <laughs> up you know, we're, reco- we're recovering from my birthday mm-hmm. yes guys
0: i had a three-day Excursion, I guess you could say, um, partying and now we're like recouping. I know that we getting old because I literally had to recoup for like two days after, mm-hmm. like, oh no, this ain't it. I mm-hmm. can't do this no more. And then Easter. Yes. Easter was literally right after, so mm-hmm. which was nice. I had a good Easter. How was the kids Easter for y'all?
1: Oh, it was fun. It was fun. They did a the little egg hunt and stuff.
0: Yeah. And the weather is getting better, so that's nice and Ready to, you know, get into the springtime. Summer's going to be around the corner and then gone before we know it up in Buffalo. But yeah, so we're going to jump right into the segment or into the topic this week. So the question this week is, can you have daddy issues if you grew up in a house with your dad? And I picked these guests specifically, guys, because they both grew up in the house with their daddies. And <laughs> I'll disclose, I did not grow up in the house with my father. Um, he was around um, up until the age of... So I was probably like six years old. He was consistently around, um, but he wasn't in the household. I still um, would identify that I had a single mom at that point. Um, however... These ladies grew up in a house with their fathers from birth. Um, Both parents were married. Right, ladies? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wanted them on because, I don't know, I've been just thinking a lot about this topic, about the daddy issue topic, because we see it a lot in the media. We see it in songs. um, And just processing in my mind, um, I think, I, both of these ladies I grew up with, um, we were children. And from my perception, I felt that they had an advantage growing up in a household with their dads. Um, to me, as a child, I interpreted um, that as stability and <sighs> stability. And I just looked at it as a bonus. And I never felt that uh, I was at a disadvantage I guess you could say without my my dad because my mom's presence was so significant but I do identify some factors and so I just wanted to have these ladies on so we can kind of touch bases and kind of compare and contrast our childhoods and then how our quote-unquote daddy issues or if you want to say that have come into play into later on in our adult years with dating and being in a relationship so yeah, so let's jump in, guys. So, like I said, a lot of my friends had grew up in a household with their dads. Um, but one thing that I will say that while I, in doing my research, um, a lot, it's kind of like this uh, golden ticket or golden whatever. If you grew up in a, a, a household with two parents, it's, it's looked at like, oh, you were very lucky. But what we don't think about is the climate in the house right with those two parents, right? Like a lot of our parents were basically our age at this point when they had us or maybe a little younger, maybe a little older. And so when you think about where you're at now um, in respect to where your parents were at raising you, I think that a lot of the times we looked at them like they were like these superheroes or like bigger-than-life figures, but in actuality they were literally – Human beings, just like us, navigate in adulthood, navigate in their relationships, trying to figure it all out. And so, maybe sometimes they may have not displayed the the best examples for us, or um, you know, they were trying to figure it out. So uh, we we were witnessing that while they were processing that. So, I guess let's see. How was it growing up, guys, in a household with? your dad's <laughs> Did you did you did you notice that it was any difference like compared to other kids when you were younger?
2: Did you notice that like you had a household with two parents? I noticed it cuz a lot of people around that I grew up with didn't have a father in their house. They didn't have two parents, it was either the mother or the father. Or the father, right? And mm-hmm. so I did think it was good growing up. I was like, "Oh, I got both parents or whatever." Mm-hmm. But I mean, did you, you look see- at
0: it like it was um Something I not I don't want to say to gloat about, but like, did you feel kind of like, oh, I got I got my I got my, my mom and my dad in the house? No, I, I
2: never felt like that because that's Especially just not that's not who I am. My personality, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, was I grateful? Yes, to have mm-hmm. both parents. You know, when something in school or a mm-hmm. boy, I was able to call my dad. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he bothering me. Mm-hmm. And so, like the one incident when we was working down Delavan, oh yeah, and mm-hmm. the dude mushed me, and mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad and uncle pulled up. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay,
0: so so you did, you were aware of it, yes, it wasn't. Okay,
1: what about you, Chanel? I don't think I noticed, or not to say I don't, I didn't care, but I just don't think I noticed. And then when I see, I when I the people I have seen, I've always seen like a mom with a boyfriend or. Mm-hmm. Some guy hanging around. So I've assumed that he was the male figure in the household. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've noticed enough to say, oh, my life is more at advantage than yours.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm. Now, looking back, do you feel like you had an advantage?
1: No. No. Okay. Because, I mean, the moms that I've seen that who were single parents, I've seen strength. I've never seen, I'm um, not to say never, but I haven't really seen, unless they just, didn't show it mm-hmm. because they were they had that strength but so where it, it wasn't where even like like breaking down and I didn't see to where, where it made it because I mean I difference. didn't grow up rich either so it's like if you've seen a single parent struggling it was kind of similar to my mm-hmm. kind of household situation so okay it okay. wasn't like a huge difference okay okay yeah that
0: makes sense um so I just wanted to to see you guys perspective because it's definitely something that I can remember paying attention to Mm -hmm. with growing up around you guys and not just you, but anybody who I knew had a father in the house. Um, and my mom, you know, she definitely did have, like I said, my dad, he was around till I was about six years old. And then he moved, um, back to his hometown, if you want to say with my siblings. Um, and then she definitely had, boyfriends um that you know it was like longevity like relationships and stuff like that but I never they were a male figure but I can't say that I looked at them like a father Mm -hmm, figure mm -hmm. it was just like oh that's that's my mom boyfriend yeah honestly Mm -hmm. um and so yeah I took but I took things away from watching her and witnessing her in those relationships. So would you guys say that um, the interaction between your mom and your dad, are there things that you took away from rather good or bad that you wanted to c- carry on, um, like, as you grew up to be an adult or things that you were like, nah, I, I want something different. So I'll, I guess, start um, – as far as like my mom things that i witnessed like i will say that the best relationship or um yeah the best relationship that i seen her in was with my dad um i seen her treated very well respected um they definitely had like their you know arguments and it, there was definitely like toxic shit going on but i seen him you know step up as a man and maybe that's my interpretation um, from a child's point of view mm-hmm. But I, I, I do And what I can recollect about um, His presence is that He you know he When he came around he took care of things He paid the bills he took us to dinner He um, bought my mom Things and not that it was a, about Finances or materialistic things But um, It was just a respect thing you know that He had for her and he showed her In comparison to other relationships That I witnessed her be in where there were times where I was like, oh no, a man can never talk to me like that. Like that's not acceptable or um, you know, I felt like financially they didn't pick up the the slack or the burden. Like I felt like and that's crazy because I was I had to be, I don't know, like 11, 12, you know, 13 and processing this and I don't really know nothing from nothing but at that time I knew that a man to me um or a partnership in a relationship to me in my in my eyes was like he not doing enough um seeing a relationship um that she was in and seeing that and just like, "Mm, I think I want more Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what I want, but I know that I want more. I want better than this particular thing. So, um, and then there were, there were good aspects where, you know, I seen like laughter and, and, um, happiness at times in the household. And I was like, Oh, I want that in a relationship. So are there qualities and things that you've seen between your parents that you was like, you, you could remember identifying, like, oh, I need that in a relationship when I get older.
2: Whoever wants to go first. <laughs> I feel like growing up in a household with two parents, you see the good and the bad. Okay. And you take... You, when you see the bad, you be like, oh, I don't want that. So, you know, I'm not going to go into no details. But then right. you see the good. And you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to accept. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel. But with two households, I feel like when you have two parents in, each household, in your household, you... You see the good in the bad and it's like, damn, Mm -hmm. like, okay. Were you able to see, I'm curious to
0: know, were you guys able to see? So I feel like I'm kind of biased and like I always almost sided with my mom. Mm -hmm. How do you guys feel? Do you feel like witnessing a relationship or an example of a relationship? Do you feel like you naturally gravitated towards siding right or wrong with your mom or with your dad? Or Who's did it? ever,
1: right? Yeah. I could, like, when like, you feel the vibe, like, say like if you, you come home and everything is cool, and mm-hmm. then, you know, your dad started shit, and you be mm-hmm. like, why he had to come in and fuck everything up. <laughs> right. So you're like, okay. But I think that's just... It, it all you know, depends man. on, it. like,
2: you know, you're yeah. like, okay. Okay. That's right. That's wrong, you know? Okay. And then mm-hmm. also, like, when you younger, you really don't know, but then you, yeah. as you get older, you be thinking, mm-hmm. like, okay.
0: You start, would, yeah, able, you, start, you start being able to You but you don't know
1: exactly, exactly what what's going on. Yeah. About. But yeah. Okay. So,
0: so that's interesting, too, mm-hmm. because I always, no matter what, right, wrong, indifferent, mm-hmm. sided mm-hmm. with my mom. Even when it came to my dad, and I think that's bec- part partly because. She was predominantly Lee, the the, yeah. the parent mm-hmm. raising me. So right, wrong, or indifferent. That's my mama. That's mean. my mom. I don't give a fuck. Don't do nothing to her, mm-hmm. you know, to make her cry, <laughs>
2: angry, <right>. upset, <laughs> yell, nothing. You wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you in the household with both parents, it's mm-hmm. like, I got to right. go with who's right mm-hmm. and who's wrong, which as you... If that's how you feel when you're younger, because when you get older and you look you at the realize. situation, you realize you know, what the situation is.
1: And when we we were growing up, we weren't able to show any type of
0: like favoritism. Favoritism,
1: not even that, but we couldn't. You couldn't make a face or you know make a any type of attitude towards anything. Is mind your business and mind be a kid your business. And go, go up, uh huh. Yeah, out so it's like I don't think I even had the opportunity to even pick a side because first of all, we weren't unless the argument was like really bad. We weren't around for the argument, mm-hmm. and then um. In the same sense, if it was that bad what we did here, we kind of was just like you hear it, but you go upstairs and mind your business.
2: Okay. Oh no, I was never vocal. It wasn't like yeah. oh <laughs> dad, you no, no, like, I have. I I know. <laughs> yeah. I might have yeah. thought it in yeah. my head,
1: but oh, nah. mean, like amongst my sisters, like yeah, like maybe yeah.
2: internally
1: yeah, to your siblings,
2: yeah. you know, you talking <laughs> yeah. to your siblings, <laughs> I mean, but, you're but like hear a little piece
1: of oh he, she fuck, she fucked up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But <laughs> I wasn't <a> vocal like. <laughs> Yeah, dad. Yeah, my you sure. <laughs> wrong.
0: Okay. And no, i even me, I was not vocal. Mm-hmm. Um I wasn't vocal. Even mm-hmm. to, you know, her boyfriend. I I really wasn't mm-hmm. vocal. I and it was an internal process. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have you know, I didn't grow up in a house with with siblings, so I didn't have anybody to like, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so was, um, I mean, thing. Yeah, that's
0: right. I'm in the room mad as hell, but um like what the fuck? Um <laughs> Want to be his ass and stuff. But literally, you know, it was me processing it in my mind. Like, nah, that ain't right. Or, you know, and mm-hmm. then um, I think I would probably sometimes externalize that, like my energy towards. The boyfriend at that time, but never, it was still a respect. Like I think we grew up in mm-hmm. an era. We can all probably agree that we grew up in an era where you respect your adults. Yes. No matter why like, whether they're right, right or wrong. It's just a, a level of respect that unless it's something crazy, you, you, you don't talk yeah. out of turn. You don't, you know, cross almost a, a line, a line or a boundary, the invisible boundary that that was there.
1: So that's what I wanted to say because I've noticed that like children are, are given in this generation mm-hmm, are given mm-hmm. a lot more freedom. Like Hell yeah. I would be having a argument discussion mm-hmm. with my significant other, and mm-hmm. my daughter feels as if she can chime in. chime in, and I just it just throws me off. But I'm like she makes good sense, but at the same time, <laughs> it's kind of like,
0: I hear you, baby. Yeah, it's okay, kind of like
1: my your business. So I was like, how do y'all? Do y'all let your kids kind of have an opinion in your arguments or discussions? See, I don't argue in front of... I keep right. drama away from you, I do the same thing, but sometimes it's like it's, when you it's, act no, that no, it's, it's
2: not good because mm-hmm. when he do come around and he see it, he don't know how to react. Mm-hmm. He yeah. gets sensitive. He cry. He don't know what to do. Yeah. And so I'm like, dang. It's like you don't want to introduce him to yeah, mm-hmm. but stuff, but you have to. At the same
0: time, like I would say in comparison to probably like my daughter... Her son is, and it's it's not that right. She's been exposed to craziness, but I think he's he's just had the privilege to be pretty sheltered. I think it's the way that like y'all house is set up. His his room is kind of like up up,
2: you know, secluded. He in his own little. He room. don't have to come down. He, he don't really have to, really to, have to, to come. come out his room for nothing. And I, I make sure of that like stay in your room.
0: So. <laughs> When drama may even be happening, even if it's not drama, just it could be something fun. He yeah. missing it because he just he literally um she's created a safe space in his room. So where he don't have to leave. Mm-hmm. He got every game, every electronic, every, you know, um, whereas like, you know, me and my daughter, we live in a smaller apartment and stuff like that. And I think. She can't help but hear. She can't help but hear. And <laughs> I, I also believe that girls are more inquisitive. Oh, exactly. mm-hmm. They are well, AKA nosy <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> girls are more nosy. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't know if that's a fact across the board. I know how I was as a child. I was definitely, definitely nosy, definitely inquisitive, definitely like curious about so much. Um, and I always had my ears open, even if I wasn't talking or speaking or like mm-hmm. showing that I was listening, I was listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see those traits in my daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, so to your point, so your, your question, um, I do allow my daughter to be vocal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to make sure that it's, it's never in a disrespectful manner. I think right now the, So she's 11. I think where we're at right now is trying to balance out how she can speak her mind, say her thoughts, um, but make it make sure that it's not being disrespectful because she could talk to me, like say stuff to me. And I know how she talks. I know she has a sarcastic undertone. I know that she has like a very dry sense of humor, Mm -hmm. right? Like y'all know that too because Mm -hmm. y'all are around her. So y'all might not take it personal or take it away. Y'all probably cracking up laughing Mm -hmm. like like I do. However, if she goes somewhere else um, Mm -hmm. and she's around other adults, I don't want them to interpret it as disrespect or like she's being grown Mm -hmm. or being mouthy or, you know, minding their business because she does have a tendency to her ears are always open. Mm -hmm. And you so, know what
1: I told you I was like girl keep it cool and she know because I, player, told her, I, like, said, I said if you want to listen and be nosy mm-hmm. I said don't stare at the person right. while you are talking I said just kind of turn away but you know you gotta I mean, learn how to be player that's, that's about I it, it. she's like I'm trying to keep it cool mom I just want to <laughs> know do you need a center for I See Jackie podcast it's, today it's the it's curiosity that, that overrides <laughs> yeah. their keeping
0: it cool yeah. like boys mm-hmm. I feel like They'll hear all type of stuff and won't mm-hmm. say nothing about mm-hmm. nothing. You won't even know they know stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, jazz like, like he he'll know stuff is going on and he might he might come in and say like
2: to Jazz like oh where you going mm-hmm. like he, like the one time we went out he was like oh you wearing that <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> you know he didn't heard where we going he know yeah. we going out mm-hmm. but
0: he he not gonna come in where you know my daughter is gonna come and be like where y'all going. Oh, who y'all, who are all going? Who gonna mm-hmm, be there? Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what time y'all going? When, when y'all gonna be back? Like, <laughs> damn, okay, mm. you got, you giving me a curfew. Um, So I do think it's a difference between boys and girls, but we are at a stage where I'm just trying to teach her how to f- be respectful about being vocal because I don't want to shush her. I don't, Um,
1: yeah. certain mm-hmm.
0: things like how we grew up where, you know, you, um, seen and not heard or a kid is supposed to you know just stay in a child's place stay in Mm a child's place i don't want her to be timid around people or grow up and feeling like she can't be her full self whoever god intended her to be like i really want her to you just have to teach him it's a time and a place for everything Mm -hmm. yes yes exactly Mm -hmm. and so it's hard because i don't know how to teach that like where you learn that
2: at? Like, <laughs> you know? Cause it's I don't I think you go with just living life. Like if she in a situation and you see and you know, she in church you're like, uh now and ain't the time. No.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I, I I have been telling her, like, you have to um what have I been saying? Um fill out the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, fill the environment. Like, can this be something that like sometimes I'm like filter what you going what you what, with the thought that comes in your mind, like filter it out. Do you have to say that right now? Or mm-hmm. is that something that you could probably just hold back? Everything don't have to come out your mouth that mm-hmm. you think. Um, and I, I had to do that as a child. I do remember having to do that as a child because um, things things still do as an adult <laughs> fall out my mouth that I'm like, oh, shit, I probably didn't have to say that. Or that might come off as a judgy or that might mm-hmm. come off like an attitude, like I could have held that back. Um, so it's a work in progress. But, you know. We working through it. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so that's good. So my next question would be um, do you guys think that we pick men that
2: are like our fathers? I would say yes. Okay. I would definitely
1: say yes. Yeah, I would say that. I Whether like it's good
2: or bad, a strong is that a strong yes? It's a strong
1: hell yes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, mean, I feel like my dad is like a Renaissance man. He literally, in my opinion, can do everything. And so you will want that kind of quality in your spouse. Mm-hmm. And then when they fall short, it's kind of like my daddy does it this way, <laughs> and which is you know, not
0: so. Good, but. Uh, and I, of course, this is not just. I hate that, like we get labeled with the daddy issues, but men don't get labeled with like the mommy issues. I think they do. Uh,
2: you think? Yes. I I hear men or women because I have like, talked to some guys who who have mommy issues talking about their mother and
1: how they are. And yeah, but you talk I don't think about it's ever someone been brought to their attention that they have mommy daddy issues. Oh, I, I bring it up. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like we <laughs> like, were having that discussion the other day. <laughs> I feel like men are. They, like, no one brings it to their attention to their that attention. they have. And they think that girls are running around being sluts and hoes because right. their daddy did, abandoned them and didn't uh, love them. Yeah. But you guys have abandoned them. Y'all her, have abandonment issues, issues mm-hmm. or yeah. trauma
0: that y'all have not healed. See, what mm-hmm. I what I hear for men are like a mama's boy.
1: Yeah. yeah. We hear that. That's the most. We hear at. that a lot.
0: And that's not really connected to trauma, whereas daddy issues is usually connected to some type of trauma. Like the daddy wasn't there. But
2: the well, when you say around. mama, uh, boy, that's still some kind of issues because y'all can be too close. Like, And then qu- your mama, you know, may mm-hmm. be like, oh, no. Oh, you hanging out with your girl? Oh, no. I need you to come do this. Uh-huh. I need you to come do that. So and that's the exactly. issue right there. Yes, ma'am. Get up and le- And that is, that is
0: definitely, I mean, so it's a problem, right, I guess, too the significant other yeah to them and to the mom it's probably not an issue (laughs) but to whoever has to deal with it on the other end of it it is uh and i think if it's not brought to their attention uh it can be left to continue and um manifest deeper and deeper and deeper but I think as far as like mom trauma to where maybe your mom wasn't in the house or and this is right because we don't judge here so we're not saying it's a bad mom good mom or bad dad good dad but maybe your mom wasn't as present and prevalent in your life maybe she had her own stuff going on to where she couldn't parent the way that you needed to, or be there to comfort you and nurture, right? Like the mom is supposed to essentially be the nurturer. Mm-hmm. So maybe you didn't get nurtured like you needed. And now as a man, you're looking for, for that the, in a woman. And maybe it's like, you, oh, you ain't my child. Right. And you that could man. manifest into clinginess, like over clinginess in men, or that could manifest them into being like, uh, really guarded And like not being able to let anybody in. So that's definitely going to be another episode. I would love for any men that's listening to definitely like join in to this conversation. I would love to have y'all on because I don't want to be biased and I don't want to white. We're women. So I want to hear from y'all perspectives about mommy issues and, and all of that type of stuff and mama boys. So, yeah, but. Uh, going back to, do we pick men like our dad? So, Jazz said yeah. You said yeah, Chanel. Um, I would say, uh, I cannot say that I have picked men like my dad. What I would say is that I have um, the things that I, I guess, did not get from my dad. Mm-hmm. I honestly feel like I almost have more mommy issues than daddy issues. Um and I think that's because I I don't um, I don't realize what I didn't have because I don't know so uh, I don't identify. I, well, let me not say that I don't. I do identify now over the last like couple years of I guess doing self work and stuff like that. I see some areas where, um, and some patterns that I have had in relationships, previous relationships, where I may have. Um, Been looking for certain things In relationships But I just hate the word I just hate the word daddy issues But I would say that for me Not growing up in a house with my dad um, I think as a teenager um, The relationships that I chose Were in search for maybe A void that was there That I didn't even realize was there At that time And so trying to fill in like that that gap of love and that was just around the board i think that was um trying to fill in a void with both of my parents and the things that i i wasn't receiving um and then later on as i became an adult i think that my quote unquote daddy issues became like visible to where relationships that I was choosing, I was choosing relationships to where men weren't showing up for me, like how they should have been. I was but I was purposely picking relationships to where men weren't um, just showing up. Wasn't wasn't visible, wasn't around like they should
1: purpose. We you doing
2: per- I I feel
0: like you I don't I be aware was.
1: that you're doing it. What you do uh-huh. is, I think like, it was
0: a subconscious thing. Yeah, because yeah,
1: yeah, I'm. not like, want you, want you to say. You were purposefully doing it, like no, I
0: don't who's think at not that. Be right? With it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that nigga to uh, come you and pick the my, most inconsistent
1: person. The most, I can find. you know what? Seriously <laughs> though,
2: I think that because you can find a consistent person, but you're still gonna pick that person that's yeah. not consistent. But because I, that's, I
1: don't even think it's a daddy issue. I think girls just like the chase. I honestly think <laughs> that it's a game. Like,
2: I, and there is a the thing to
0: like what is it called the cat and mouse game. And I'm guilty. That's
1: it. Most girls go for the
0: the, the hard guy. to get yeah, the hard the to nice get guy. one instead of a nice guy to see if you can change them. Yeah, but is that right? Are we do we all got daddy issues? Is that what that's about? Right?
1: No, I, I honestly think <laughs> or is it just it's
0: just the chase? I really do. <laughs> see, I think I I think it's something to that because I definitely have been guilty of the cat and mouse game, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like my thing. I hate it. I'm changing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I'm just being real transparent with y'all. But I think that as I process like looking back on relationships that I chose, because there were I mean, I'm back to back relationships that I could see where there was a pattern. And the pattern was choosing men and choosing relationships where the person literally would like I could call I could call them, right? But like They might be like, oh, well, give me a couple hours or, you know, like they weren't accessible at the time that Mm -hmm. I needed them. Mm -hmm. And I also did that, I feel like, as a way of protection and guarding my heart because my dad, you know, my dad, he he passed away when I was 10. Mm -hmm. And then my mom, she passed away when I was 16. Mm -hmm. So I've always had this, right, abandonment issues. I definitely identify with, with that, which we'll have another episode on on that later down the line. But I was picking people who if, right. If I know you only could be here sometimes that's, I'm not setting myself up for, yeah. My expectations can't get too high.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I know you, you know what I mean? Like I can't have a
1: long term expectation. Yeah.
0: That we going to go the long distance Mm -hmm. or this is going to be something that is like locked in and that, you know, it, I was setting myself up for these mm-hmm. relationships to where like I couldn't be disappointed. But in the long run I I typically mm-hmm. always ended up <laughs> disappointed. So it's foolish. Um and I don't do this no more. But that that came from recognizing my pattern mm-hmm. of um not wanting wanting that, you know, wanting that in a relationship anymore. But I do feel like I wanted that because I I seen that in my dad, like he would be, he, he was here and then he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, well, inconsistency seems to be okay. Yeah. Cause I, I, I witnessed it being okay essentially mm-hmm. for my mom. Yeah. And, um, you know, at that point they weren't even in a relationship because he was consistent in the, in the beginning, but then it fell off. And so for me, just seeing that pattern, like, okay, well it was okay and for her so I, I guess it's okay for me mm-hmm. right um not knowing the standard like I feel like I struggle as a teenager especially um in, in my early 20s too with recognizing what my like standard should be like mm-hmm. my bare minimum standard like, for a man should be. He has to show up at this level at bare minimum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like I struggled with that in, in identifying like my like what I need. Mm-hmm. And so I think that had to do with I had no standard for my dad.
1: Yeah.
0: I had no bare minimum for my dad. He comes, he goes, he is here today. He's going tomorrow. He's nice when he shows up and yeah. he treats me well. So I knew I, don't I have
1: any expectations, right? I
0: always knew I needed a man that's going to treat me well. Yeah. I always know, you know, I wanted a man that's going to talk to me nice. I knew that I wanted a man that was um, going to be able to provide. I knew that I wanted like certain qualities, but as far as like the consistency or as far as, Um, the showing up on a consistent basis or like the bare minimum standard, I struggled with that and I'm working through, I'm still working through that now. Um, even, you know, even today. Mm -hmm. So I just, am just curious. And even in my, in my having my daughter, that was a concern for me with her and her dad is making sure that she had a consistent relationship with her father. Right. And so was that, I'm curious to know, was that a factor for you guys with your kids? Like, did that come into play? Like, seeing your dad grow up in the house, whatever role he played, do you feel like that came into play throughout your teenage years, the men that you picked throughout your
2: dating? Well, when I was growing up, I really didn't care. I was just dating. I didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. but. When I started dating my child's father, I was like, okay, I can see this. I, I was like, okay. You can but see then in like the future, yeah. wanting a family. But then it didn't work out that way. Mm-hmm. And so me, how I was, look at it. You know, back in the day, parents stayed together regardless of what they was going on. Mm-hmm. Me, I was like, I'd rather raise my child in two separate homes than a broken home. Mm-hmm. And so I chose to leave that situation and raise my child. He's not there in the picture, mm-hmm. but I tried to fill that void. As much as I can, but it's a void that you cannot fill
0: absolutely, regardless of what you do. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good kind of point to touch on how you said, like, back in the day, right? Like, parents stayed together. Our grandparents stayed together no matter what. They was raising them babies, you know, in the household together. And I think, you know, it's a lot of factors of why they chose to do what they did. Um, But now in this day and age, we're like, I know for me, and I, I think I I don't wanna speak for you, but like we kinda was in a uh, a mindset of like I would rather do this by myself and be consistent and mm-hmm. show up for my child and show them the love in the way that they are they deserve to be raised than to have like a fickle relationship, a person that's in and out, um, here today, going tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um we, we chose, like, no, nah, we would rather have that consistency with just one parent than to kind of play our kids in that way because I think sometimes that could do more damage, damage. Uh, Yes. than... Oh, just to say that your dad is there, Mm -hmm. just, you know, for, I don't know, whatever purposes, rather for social media or rather just to say like, oh, yeah, her dad come around when he come around. Like we was like, nah, hell no. Like (laughs) cut that, you cut, cut that off. You ain't around, you ain't around. Yeah. And, and you going to get all the love that you, I won't say all the love you need because you always do need that, that other person, that other Mm -hmm. parent, like that, it will always be avoid that. Like you said, it cannot be. Felt, however i would rather have consistency for my daughter than to have someone who is in and out and essentially down the line that creates um deeper rooted issues because then she feels could feel that she's not worthy of consistency Mm -hmm. like i felt like i did i didn't i didn't deserve consistency or i didn't even think to expect consistency from a man because I did not have that. So that example to even know that that's what I should have in my life. So for, for, I think, you know, for, for us, I know like our kids are both the same age, me and jazz, kid, the um, son and daughter are literally 20 days apart. <laughs> so um, a lot of similarities and obviously, you know how we raised them and they're obviously very close, but we chose to make sure that they had that consistent structure and then you know life has happened and, and different circumstances have changed um you know like it started out real rocky i'll you know say it started out crazy rocky with angelics dad and um thank Thankfully, like, things have transitioned to where we have a beautiful relationship and she has a beautiful relationship with her dad um, in the ways that I wanted for her and, you know, God saw and intended. Had that not happened, though, like, I was good how I was with providing that consistency and being that rock for her because, you know, I've seen it done. I've seen the women in my family raise strong women, raise you know little boys raise raise kids on their own and do what they had to do and so yeah I think that was a good point to touch on so Chanel what about what what about you like growing up I guess or dating in your teenage years did you did that having that consistency or having a dad in the house did that play a role in the type of relationships that you wanted for yourself Early on, or even, um, I won't even say, like, teenage years. Maybe, you know, when you became, like, an adult. I know you obviously are engaged. She's about to be married, y'all. But early on, did that be, be a factor in how or the type of relationships you wanted with men?
1: Um, you know what? My dad, he just said, don't be a and ho- stay off the pole. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's pretty much I said Cut it. and dry, that real simple, it. straight to so, point.
0: um, no, I mean, but did he? Okay, okay so this is an okay. Can I ask? So, did he give you guidelines for how?
1: What? What's a hole? No, 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 no. What he say?
0: He said after four people,
1: your hole. Was, um, oh my god! So,
0: um, no, did he? Did he say for, or did he give you an example of? What a man should do. Like, did he say, like, if a man don't take you to dinner, if a man don't treat you right, if a man don't open the door, no, like, stuff like that. he
1: just, you know, respect, uh, respect yourself. Uh, make sure you get that respect in return. Um, guidelines. I don't know. I mean, he pretty much just showed us. I think yeah. she led
0: by example. Yeah, it was
1: pretty much that. And then... um, And that was it. Like, he was a cool dad. He wasn't like a... Your
0: dad still to this day is so laid back.
1: Like... (laughs) He wasn't ever like a... (laughs) I don't know, like them dads that... Like, super,
0: like... Stern or super, yeah. It was like,
1: never like where are you going with that skirt. Micro fun.
0: he was like, "Oh, you fun. gonna wear that?" Like he All was right. trying to like make your outfit better. <laughs> I can appreciate that though about him because you know, like a lot of <laughs> he was like, mm, "Does that match? Is that the best fit for that skirt?" <laughs> that
1: skirt should be a little shorter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he wanted his daughters out here looking good. They're, you are a reflection of your parent, essentially.
1: So, but you know, I think in his defense that he kind of just blinked, and we were.
0: Grown like over
1: eighteen, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it happened, or it was just maybe because of so many of us, and it was so many of
0: think, y'all yeah. too that, like, you get tired. Family
1: too, so it's kind of like
0: you get tired by the last couple few, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, like, and I
1: honestly feel like they were tired by me. on the fourth <laughs> one, so it's kind of <laughs> like you were I got I got away with a lot more than my sisters did. So I don't think they really paid attention to me mm-hmm. like that. So I don't
0: know, <laughs> like you, but. I think even though they didn't weren't on top of you like Mm -hmm. my you know my mom was more so on top of me and then you know i ended up moving in with my grandmother um when i was 16 and she y'all know Mm -hmm. she was (laughs) suffocating me okay at that point but That didn't do me any good. No. But Mm -hmm. because your parents did give you essentially some freedom and some breathing room, Mm -hmm. you didn't take that and I mean
1: (laughs) No, I just you (laughs) you know what it was take it and fly. I knew how to to maneuver it. Like they did dumb shit. Like they would sneak out and then I don't know, come back when my mom's leaving for work. You know, you gotta plan (laughs) a little better so it's just like they didn't know how to do it right so that
0: was their problem but i yeah i feel like y'all didn't take advantage even jazz like you didn't have you didn't grow up in a house where like your parents was super on top of you. yeah mm-hmm. um i think they i love and i love that that they gave you room to fuck up mm-hmm. basically and like gave you room to what is it gave you rope to hang yourself yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and then if you do yeah okay yes you gotta you know get punishment after mm-hmm. you know or chastise whatever then but I, that's the type of parent that I I feel like I mimic my style from is like mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you the enough room love, yeah. no not even the tough love mm-hmm. but like I'm gonna give you enough rope to hang yourself mm-hmm. because I feel like I've instilled good sh- shit in you yeah. and so if you go and deviate from the good shit that you know like the, the morals and values that I already put into you mm-hmm. like that's on you and yeah, we gonna handle it accordingly after, but I'm not gonna be on you because that is gonna make you I feel like slide s- off the cliff worse. Like But you mm-hmm. know, my
1: parents are the same way. Like they'll tell us something once, but it's like I'm not gonna bail you out of jail. It's like, you know, it's I'm like, gonna let your ass sit in there gonna have for the to weekend. It out. Yeah. Not even like anything you get into you have to figure it out because that more more than likely you're not gonna do it again if you learn it. The if hard you way. learn the lesson. So it's like that's how it was. Like they t- they gave us like the values and life. Mm-hmm. Life lessons and stuff. It's just that, you know, once you fuck up, you got to figure that shit out. And that's mm-hmm. just what it was. You know, can't pay your car note. You got to get a repossession <laughs> or figure it out. You know,
0: that you was know life. But I, I I like that. So this was a really good, good, good conversation, guys. I definitely like appreciate this, um, getting you guys' input because growing up, I seen or my interpretation of what. Your lives were.
1: Oh, yeah. You had a completely different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Compared to the reality. And then that's also growing up, too. Well, like once you become an adult, you mm-hmm. see you start seeing your your parents as people, mm-hmm. as humans. And then you start to be able to give them grace. Yeah. I think as a kid, we hold um, them to such a high standard mm-hmm. and just put so much pressure. Mom, why mm-hmm. you? You know, mm-hmm. and, and really. We have to recognize our parents were literally our age. Yeah, my
1: my mom I was her fourth kid and she was twenty one. So, wow. yeah, so she Yes,
0: cause yes, she's younger than Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She was a
1: young younger mom. So she had I can imagine having four kids. By, by that 21. and
0: handle her business yeah, doing so. it. And then your mom, like she literally what, like twenty had to be like what, like twenty three, twenty or no, like twenty four. Twenty four. When she, had, when she had you. So like that's even older than we was. <laughs> we were 20 having our kids, you know, and um yet and still like we have luckily figured it out along or we are still figuring it out, but I know, as thirty a thirty two year old, I still feel ill equipped sometimes. And like, who gave me permission to raise a child? Like, who the hell said I was like ready to do this?
1: Like, who said I was mature enough to be at home? be like, can I can I do? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, Ask I don't somebody. Know. Else. Ask somebody responsible. Like, I don't know. I'm
2: not that I'd be person. Like, I'd be like, okay. Jacory knows. Jacory be like. Like, like she let the kids yeah. the kid is is a very free it's a free yeah free zone at my house like <laughs> oh, my have house. fun it's like it's
1: really it's like really it's don't, really, it's like, right
2: don't bother do? me is, and i don't bother you have fun don't get hurt yeah. and i don't go to the emergency yeah. room after, after five yes because i'm not sitting in there that's a
0: fact and they, it's a it's a running joke now with the kids like they so be like i'm not going to going the emergency room. room if i could put a band-aid on it i'm going to and we're gonna do that at home okay i got ace ace wraps ice packs whatever you need Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna call. That. I'm gonna call my nurse friend in a minute. <laughs> like, is this really detrimental? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I just think about where we're at, even at 32, and I'm like, our mm-hmm. parents were the same age, younger or maybe a little bit older, and navigating this mm-hmm. shit, finessing like paying with multiple bills, kids. Mm-hmm. multiple kids, paying bills, dealing with like daily life stressors, dealing with relationship shit. Dealing with everything and, like, you don't even pay that attention as a kid. We're so, like, selfish and not selfish but just so tunnel vision. And I think our kids, like, one thing that I – I let my, like my daughter know, like I am a human. I mm-hmm. am going to make mistakes. I try not to make a lot of mistakes, but I do want her to.
1: <laughs> no, I understand. You know, cause I say that to G all the time. Why don't you care about me? Like I care about like, you. I'm tired too. I'm tired.
0: <laughs> and I'm just trying to create an empathy in her to where she doesn't, I want her to hold me and be you know, I wanna be like a role model to her, but I don't wanna be a superhero. Mm. I am not a superhero, okay. Yes, you are we ha- we as women we are super women yeah, don't get don't, me wrong don't, don't get it that.
1: fucked no. up we are super we are, but <laughs> we, are. <laughs> we are we are literally super we are super it's, women there's, I think men cannot do half of the things that we do
0: woo in a day talk no, about I'm, it
1: no I'm That's, serious I'm call serious. to
2: action
0: men challenge no it's it's it. It. serious like they cannot
1: they physically cannot do it I no I am, yeah like, like the clothes in a washer but don't make it to the dryer
0: <laughs> genetically <laughs> like, it's gonna be half ass yeah it's um Love y'all. But uh, (laughs) see, this is why we need some men on the show. So, y'all, come on. Mm -hmm. So we could get y'all, you know, interpretations of this. But. I (laughs) but I yes we do have superpowers but I want her to see me as a woman too so she can give me grace we have to give um like how we now are giving our parents grace in their older age and our aunties and our grandparents and you know we like yo you know we we see them as human beings they fuck up they make mistakes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just like we do Mm -hmm. and I want her to give me that like just room to be able to be myself and when she gets to be my age to be able to look back and like my mom did the best she could Mm -hmm. this shit literally came like we say every week it came with no rule book Mm -hmm. it came with no handbook it's not no you know no (laughs) ain't nobody walking you through parenthood essentially Mm
2: -hmm. but you also gotta let your kids be able to tell you when they feel that you are wrong absolutely Mm -hmm. Absolutely. that's one thing i had to learn I i had a conversation with my son i was like let me know if I'm doing something yeah. wrong.
0: Can if- I do something better? Is it a way? I asked my daughter today, am I loving you? Do you feel loved? Because she is very, um, <laughs> serious. <laughs> seriously. She, she is very, um, he, like she loves hugs. Mm-hmm. She's a very, um, her love language is physical touch. Oh my god! Yeah, And that's probably my last, mm-hmm. uh, my love I'm language so is physical touch. <laughs> um, so. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I have been recognized this about her that that is her love language. And I have to train myself to hug. Not not that I don't want to hug my daughter. But no, I understand. I, no, when I say hug, we're I'm not saying not as
1: affectionate. We didn't grow up with that affection. Two hundred and seventy
0: five so like hugs a day is old. what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> this morning I said, okay, so this is hug number seventy three. I said, so <laughs> can you give me an hour and we'll be back on seventy four, and I'll give you seventy four through one hundred and twenty five mm-hmm. this evening because, mm-hmm. like. You know,
1: my child kisses like my neck and my mm-hmm. back. are making me feel <laughs> like you're like, I'm essentially like, essentially different way <laughs> <laughs> Like, like so great. I need a man. Like, oh my god, I said, I'm not supposed to get this attention from you. You just fall back, <laughs> <laughs> like just a she little said, bit. I just love you. I said, yeah, but you, but you, you know, can't love me
0: like this. Yeah, I <laughs> it's like, like a real, real I almost special, a lot of the times I feel like my daughter want to climb back in my womb, yeah. like that, mm-hmm. like if she could literally climb mm-hmm. up my like into my
1: uterus, like the baby once. Is, that's weird i'm like okay this is, this is really yes good in it
0: does i'm like little hands little fingers no
1: but it's like okay i'm feeling too good you gotta
0: get off of it's so no seriously like so they again maybe that's a i don't so you saying that you know g do that maybe it's a, it's a i think it's a girl thing, it's a little girl because
2: elijah's not like that at all oh, okay. like at all and i think <laughs> I'm more so affectionate. More affectionate. Yeah, like affectionate. I'll go hug him, mm-hmm. and you and are. Yeah, I'm a very I affectionate. I would have never person. thought that. <laughs> Seriously, but he's not okay. Like even like I go lay in his bed or whatever because like, okay. you know I had to let him go. Like it took yeah. a long time for me to let him go sleep independently, and so <laughs> <laughs> yes, but
0: it was just good because I think that it is important to give to show boys to show boys um that affection so Mm -hmm. that they get comfortable with it and so they they not all weird you know later (laughs) down the line like well my mom ain't used to hug me or kiss me like so i don't
1: know you know because that's why i'm like i'm trying to embrace it because i know i didn't have that kind of and i just don't want to fuck my kid up like and
0: i don't want her to be like oh and sometimes you know we'll joke she would be like dad i can't hug you i'm like you did hug me 52 times today already like I'm I'm hugging you. It's not that I'm not.
1: It's, we sound so mean. I no, like we, we don't. Horrible. Because
0: I also want her to recognize my comfort level too. I'm a human, <laughs> so if but I but I also obviously like her needs supersede mine. However, I want her to be aware that just because this is this is your love language, this another individual like mm-hmm. you have to meet their needs too. So you gotta meet like in the middle somewhere. We, maybe we don't hug 82 times. Maybe we hug 72 times today. Like, because mommy not in the mood to hug right now. Like, my personal Such space is important. I know. Am I a bitch? No. Right. No, no, it's, I not. mean, Cause I'm maybe a little way. bit. I'm not-
1: but I figure it's—I I didn't think, grow up with that's what I didn't either, so it's kind of not weird, but it's just like uh, you know
0: we—I love you down, like, like, I, like I I say I love but you, but I, I down. cook you a meal and
1: give whatever you need. Yes, you know, and you know I fold. massage
0: your little feet and stuff like that, but yeah, it's like, just certain things, however. I, re- I recognize that that is her love. <laughs> That's her love language. Yeah. <laughs> and I do want to take advantage because it's going to come a point where she ain't going to want nothing to do with me mm-hmm. by in a couple years, you know, she's close to puberty. So I'm, I'm, I do recognize that I need to get all the hugs in that I could get in because it's going to come a, a time where, you know, whatever. So she going to be nasty and funky and in her feelings. So, mm-hmm. I you know, I'm, I'm giving her all that love. How did we get here guys? Well, to that, because we always adult. get off topic when we know, all talk always talking together, this we can good, never stay on the same topic. Good conversation. <laughs> so, so, oh, so you were talking about, um, uh, like our kids being able to tell us when we need to improve on something. So, I, I wanted to ask her, like, do you feel loved? Like, do I give you enough affection? Because if I don't, like, let me know so that I can make sure I'm supplying you with that. Because I don't want to fuck you up. I mean, I didn't say that to her, but I don't want to. <laughs> You know, mess her up down the line. So where she like, I didn't feel love because I didn't love on her the way she needed, which Mm -hmm. is physical touch. So and anything else, like maybe I'm yelling too much one week or whatever the case may be. Like, I think that is something we do differently, which I would applaud us on is we do give our kids space to tell us what they need or tell us like, yes, you hey, mom, you kind of. And they so polite. They don't say it harsh, you know, harshly, but like. Is harshfully a word okay don't get on me y'all but like <laughs> but like they don't say it in a harsh manner because they don't ever want to hurt our feelings but i think we all give our kids space to be like yeah you could probably do that better i think that's important too because we didn't have that as
1: coming up well my child compares everything to disney channel so oh, apparently i'm
0: that's a high standard
1: <laughs> <laughs> So it's you got the obsessed. wrong household
0: <laughs> this is more of a um bt household <laughs> You know, um, VH1, but yeah. So this was a really good conversation. Thank you, ladies. Um, I think we talked to all our little daddy issues out. And when in doubt, go to go to counseling. <laughs> go to counseling. We, um, I talked about that a couple couple shows ago. Like therapy is so important in the in 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 just in general, but in the African American community. Like, don't be shy. Don't be um, steered away. Don't feel like I know there's a lot of stigma around it. But if you find that these particular issues are showing up in relationships and situations that are really drastically affecting you and impacting you, seek higher um, agency to get help. If, if your friends, talking to your friends is not helping, you know, um, doing your own personal research is not helping, seek someone who can professionally help you and assist you because you don't want them to trickle down. And you don't want your issues to ultimately, like, trickle down to your kids because that's what's going to happen, right? They show up um, and it becomes a genetic curse. It, it, it becomes an effect that we see mirrored in our kids. So And don't self-medicate. <laughs> oh, no, don't, yeah, that's not the answer <laughs> So, um, the last segment, guys, is the mommy moment And so, <laughs> they're like, alright But the mommy moment So, mommy moment is just one thing that, or about self-care That you're going to plan to do for the upcoming week for yourself Rather that is, you know, getting a manicure, a pedicure Buying yourself some new shoes Taking a moment to read a book Whatever that is to you, that's your mommy moment. It's important for us to take a moment for ourselves and uh, pour, like we always say, you can't pour from an empty cup. So anybody want to go first? Anybody got something on their mind that they know? No?
1: Well, I'm going to fake COVID exposure so I can have 10 week, ten days of quarantine.
0: <laughs> Should we say that on the mic? <laughs> <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. vacation. I feel you. <laughs> So I'll <laughs> piggyback off of that. Uh, we're going to do a little mini trip situation next week that I am highly looking forward to, which is really about the kids. Isn't it always about the kids? But I'm definitely going to take a little breaky break, too. Um, we're probably taking the kids up to Splash Lagoon. So I'm excited about that.
1: Sorry, Just to meet us.
0: Just meet us up there, y'all. If y'all listening to this, it'll be what Tuesday? We'll be there uh on, on what Friday? Meet us up there. Let's have a whole little shindig up there. Uh drop these kids off. <laughs> uh so yeah, that's I'm just just a little time, just in a little time away from the city of Buffalo. So that's kind of what I'm gonna do for my little mommy moment. Jazz, what about you?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, my son going to be with you, so <laughs> you this weekend because I, I have to go back to work. Okay. <laughs> that I got to have a life, too. Okay. I'm going to start back eating, right, because this whole week hey. I fell off, so I need to get back on my regiment. That's so. kind of
0: my fault. I had 50 million birthdays. Yes. and uh, plus Easter,
2: but I got to get back on it. So okay. that's what I'm focusing on this week. Yes, because you was doing good, motivating all of us. So okay. get back to our 100 uh sit, sit ups up sit up today. today. You You me no, doing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm doing 25. i I'm doing. Fit. I do fifty. <laughs> I wasn't even doing hundred since Jacory was trying <laughs> to. She was like, "We ain't gotta do this." <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all need
0: to
1: Facetime me so I could do it. Twenty
0: five. Listen, we do. We do get these summer bods together. The, okay, right.
1: the way my bloat was real. This
0: weekend. <laughs> All right. So okay. So we go. And so in addition to our little trip trip. We going to add some exercise in there. Okay. So thank you, ladies. I'm thank so you. glad you joined me for this episode. This was nice. Thank it you. was. And I was all nervous and stuff. <laughs> I was too. I was like, this is a really I was like, oh, my God. Like anxiety, <laughs> y'all, they sweating yeah. and stuff. It's not even that serious. And you
2: know, I don't like talking <laughs> uh-uh. at all.
0: This was good. So I definitely want to have y'all back. Okay. Okay. So, um, yes, guys, that's another episode of Mommy As Fuck like always, I hope my hope is that you guys will meet me back here every week as we create dialogue on this platform. And that's Mommy as Fuck, y'all. Never bye. See you later. Thank you, Moms, for tuning in to another episode of Mommy as Fuck Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and be sure to follow us at Mommy AF Podcast on Instagram.